Close. What, what do y'all think? Yes, the, <laughs> the little head thing I did <laughs> was really because I have experienced... Oh, okay. First of all, I actually love pursuing God with my intellect, right? I do love mm. those settings where we're like... I just remember very specific like um leadership studies where we would just like walk through like when we did that study on pentecostals and like i talk about that all the time because that had such a deep impact on me Mm. like studying that theology um or when we did that study on the disciples like those studies had a deep impact on me they also sent me into a spiral right (laughs) (laughs) they also sent me into like an existential like theological spiral and which is funny because I think most people equate those kind of spirals with the emotional mm. side. Mm. Mm. And so as I'm sitting here, I'm kind of wondering what it looks like for the anchor to lie in the middle, right? And for truth to not actually yeah. lie on the side of intellect, but truth to lie somewhere in the middle between Ooh. this emotional pursuit mm. and this intellectual pursuit. Because yeah. I think both sides, if you stay there too long, yeah. can send you on a spiral and send you off course. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like, you're just existing on one side or the other. And again, that's like, they're informing each other. And I think that like the anchor and like the truth lies in the middle mm. Mm, um, yeah. between those two things. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's really good. Wow. I don't know. That's good. I like it and I hate it. Mm. Mm. Uh, I like it because, and I appreciate it is probably the better term to use um, for the moments that I get to make uh, connections to dots and uh, cross the T's and all that stuff. Um, and that's fun to have when it's there. Like the Pentecostal study we did a couple years mm-hmm. ago was great. That was fun. Um, I hate it because... I know this type of intellect and information is not available to everyone. Um, and so I also come from the, the basis of my thinking being that I feel that God is a personal thing to me and any ounce of attention that I give God, God is pleased. Mm. Don't have to do anything with that. I don't have to come to any sort of conclusion with any of it. Mm. If I just want to acknowledge the existence of God, God is pleased. Mm. Um, Hence the effort also that I was talking about early. Um, Because personal growth, all that stuff is, it's the whole journey and and your metaphors and analogies you want to insert there. So intellect is great when it's available and we can use it to to its full potential um but i also know that i also have just as much importance and value in just having my mind race with the idea of god existing yeah and i know that some other people aren't intellectually uh abled with all this information Mm. too so i i I'm being yeah. an opposing figure in this conversation yeah. for the people who 
who aren't there on purpose. Yeah. Although I am a person who does like the intellectual. That's bits. Oh, that, is, so that is a good. Because yeah. I've had many, many, many drives and, and rides of just sitting there like, I have, you know, dots that I want to connect, but that I don't want to do that yeah. today. Mm-hmm. So and it's, it's like, is someone's experience of Godless valid if they don't have yes. the ability to right. intellectually yeah. understand God on yeah. the same way that we do? Oh, come on. I feel, what like, say? I feel like there's a big push. At, this could be wrong. This is a. A hypothesis. It's not even a theory. Western culture. Yes. Mm. We are so driven to succeed and to have like cause and effect and to see outcomes of work. Mm. I wonder if that's like this drive sometimes to Mm. the mind is always right. Yes. No, it's a very Western. If you can't perceive God in this way, then this is the kind of ritzy side of the intellect. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. I feel like it might be possible that is kind of just rooted in Western culture and the success and the knowing more, being the guru of your thing. Wow. Uh, yeah. I just feel that because the way I was taught growing up in churches was a lot like that. It's like you got to succeed in being the smartest. Yeah. Like, so I'm going to, this is beautiful. I, I want to take it to the next thing I want to share around loving God with all our minds. Cause I, cause I do again, what John Piper did in, in his quote, he literally like went from mind to intellect directly. And I wonder if there are other ways that we mm. can love God with our mind that are not necessarily intellectual pursuit driven, but what about loving God with our imagination? Mm. And I, this is where I think about like, um, J.R. Tolkien um, and um, I think about C.S. Lewis I think about these um, Christians who have essentially like taken what we believe about God and pushed them into fictional narratives they've allowed and not like not just like I mean there's parables which I think it's really really cool but like Lord of the Rings is like a whole thing. Like it's like, you know, like screw tape letters is like a whole complex like story in and of itself. Like mm. and like that takes imaginative work, which is yeah. like very different from like an intellectual pursuit, I think. I think it takes but I do think it's it I wonder if it's mind love. I do wonder if it's pointing and I wonder if these different artists have uh taken their their understanding of who god is and allowed their imagination to run with that yeah and and i wonder if that even becomes you know for those who may not either feel like they have the ability to um intellectually pursue god um or it's not available to them um I wonder if that becomes an edge. I'm one of y'all think I, that literally, like we've not discussed this. this. Is the first time you've ever ever heard me even mention imagination yeah. in any context of CCW. But what would you say to that if imagination were an option? I I think that's a a beautiful option. Um, I I actually think it's been in my life, uh, and it's been one of the things that has kept me sane through the process of discovering my theology. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the funny thing is it probably started with my dad um you remember when like all the harry potter movies were like the scandal of the christian church Mm -hmm. my family still watched them and after each movie my dad would give a breakdown on how it could be possibly about 
Jesus or something and bring it into theology, which sounds really silly. Mm. But like, I learned a lot from that. Mm. And like, I was able to take Christian faith and put it into something very much fictional Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. learn stuff about reality. And it was just, it it showed me freedom, I think, Mm. at a young age that that was possible and like yeah i i think yeah i think that's an incredible idea because imagination just is always like there in mm-hmm. us we, we're really imaginative creatures even if you don't really feel it we have to imagine scenarios yeah, yeah. when we're sleeping we're imagining things yeah, to learn yeah. about the things we did earlier so i think i think that's a great way of seeing it that i really haven't exactly thought of before one of the lenses that some have used to understand like the book of revelation for instance is not from an intellectual perspective of like yes i mean when it was written and like but 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 more so from this like almost more like a lord of the rings Mm -hmm. like uh uh, oh, what's the the lion rich in the wardrobe kind of like yeah. perspective? Like yeah. this is like an epic, and so like we need to read it like it's an epic, mm-hmm. and like and and so that's not really intellectual as much as like it's imaginative. Mm-hmm. And I'll make one more comment. Um, I remember when I read Toni Morrison's Beloved, oh. and I. I, I can say that what actually happened to me when I read that book, and I was in, the, in my senior year in high school, what happened to me actually was more on the lines of a, of a spiritual imagination mm-hmm. that was being nurtured. I mean, it, it was this narrative that I was having to put myself into. And I was, and I was he- hearing underneath this narrative these sort of commitments about the justice of God. And, and the way that the world should be. And because the world isn't the way that it should be, this is these are the ramifications. This is the brokenness. But these were imaginative kind of things that were happening with me and not so much intellectual. So what do you think? I mean, in, imagination as a way of loving God with our minds. Yeah, I... I... Wow, I'm... Y'all are just like speaking to me right now. Um, mm. No, I think um, there's so much power in analogy. Mm. And I think yeah. that is like, that is something that is the mind, right? Yeah. Like that is the imagination of um, like letting, because we're constantly perceiving the things around us, right? Mm-hmm. And this is almost like a motion of like the heart moving to the head, like the body moving to the yeah. mind, right? Or yeah. what we are sensing and feeling in the world letting those things move to the mind and become mm. analogies for like who god is to us yeah um i think is really really powerful mm-hmm. um and so that's what i that's what i think i think of this workshop i went to once at like warren willis about meditation mm-hmm. and this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about like a western way of thinking about yeah. This versus a more like Eastern way of meditating being more about like the images and less about like the language. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Just, and so that kind of feels like that too. Like, um, cause that's also happening in our mind. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if that makes, yeah, that, that makes sense. complete sense. Yeah. Like meditating on like the, the images and the, 
analogies and um i also think that that is a really really powerful like practice yeah mm. what do you think ty just a point of clarification i think you mean narnia yes okay. <laughs> yes and c.s lewis yes not a uh, lord of the rings and J.R.R. tolkien i do i mean both okay yeah yeah because awesome. tolkien and c.s lewis they were both like buds these these buds okay. deep christians drank beer together or probably bourbon or something like that I don't know, scotch maybe i don't know and 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 but they wrote these these epics and the root of those epics at epics were their Christian theology and commitments. Mm, I'm with you now. Yeah. I'm with you now. Got it. You said mm-hmm. uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. And I was like, huh? For a second? No, I'm with you now. Yeah. Um, so I like the imagination aspect too, but I would use the, I got I hope I use this word right in context, synonym mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. art mm. with the imagination. So Ooh. again, no limits. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm. Go wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, that means making a visual, obviously. Mm-hmm. It would probably mean the same for a lot of people. But the result of it is a visual in some sense to me mm. that I can like use as my index card in the filing cabinet to pull mm. back to. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the, the application of the imagination now, and I'll ping back to... Uh, I've mentioned to you once before, Derek, and I think you guys would remember there was a talk that Joel Slack did at JU where he was taking um, a concept and then he was saying, this concept, there is nothing physical about it. The only thing physical about it is what we as humans have made it to be, Mm. yet all it is is just gears, arrows, and numbers. Mm -hmm. Those don't mean time it's our mm. embodiment of time which is a clock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that is meant that little tidbit there is meant for me to say here's my imagination and the construct and then what can i humanly humanly make to like show for that that's mm-hmm. good um yeah. and so that's how i think we could apply the imagination because to me the imagination is something to live in but not to stay in yeah there's a small yeah. percentage of how we operate with that and then if we stay there we've got a fairy tale at this point huh uh and we're wow. we're we're probably lying to ourselves at some point or we're making our story too specific to not be able to relate to with other people yeah mm-hmm. um and so, yes, there is specific aspects of the imagination. And for me, I would keep to myself mm-hmm. because it is me. And mm-hmm. I don't expect for other people to understand yeah. that. I'm, mm-hmm. If I get to share that with somebody and they understand that, great. Yeah. Awesome. We're yeah. good friends. But mm-hmm. um, I don't expect um, people to understand that, nor do I want my imagination to be so specific that... Uh, it's just confusing of how it comes out yeah, yeah. to other people. I, I guess there's like the the uh, imaginative imaginative side of us that's for us, and the imaginative side that's for others at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. I guess the hard thing sometimes is defining the line. Yeah, uh, I'm just listening to this conversation and hearing how doer focused it is actually, huh. uh, and how yeah. like it's like okay, yes, this is, this is this, but like, where's the application? Mm -hmm. How do we, 
enact God? How do we respond, work with that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there is a beauty in the imagination, the art for self. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think oftentimes, I mean, as someone who plays music myself, like, I don't know when is it going to be beneficial to the kingdom to mm. like share that, yeah, to share that imagination, or is that something that I learn off of and it's like strictly a personal like thing like that? Well, and that's why I love how Ty brought up art and used pings right back to it. It's like, you know, when I think about like the Sistine Chapel, yeah, that that has shaped the way we view so many scriptures mm-hmm. based on the things that we see it, mm-hmm. those images, right? Like art has a way, whether it be like icons from Eastern mm-hmm. Christianity um, or, you know, even like um, the, the, the portrait of the prodigal son. Yeah. And like, there's so much in that, in, in that one portrait. Yeah. Right. Like, and so this is where I do think like, we begin to find those lines of like when this this imaginative idea pushed in the direction of God becomes helpful and useful for us. But then on another level, like mm-hmm. the Sistine Chapel is beautiful just because it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Like yeah. there's a there's a line that just says it's just beautiful because it is. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it started in the mind of an artist, mm-hmm. um, Michelangelo. So, yeah, I'm just the doing. Sistine Chapel. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm doing great on all of this today, y'all. No, it's um, good. Okay, so that imagine that's you. So we get we get riff on that for a while. I want to take it one more step, and then like we we're gonna bring it down. Um, so one more, how we might love the Lord your God with all our mind. Again, I'm and I'm using these as sort of ways that people might be able to get in on this. That actually, like to literally move it from just like a conversation about loving God with our minds to actually doing it for some of us. Mm-hmm. The intellectual pursuit is the way to do it. I think for others, it's going to be the imaginative route. And then I think there's this other one around meditation. And there's so many different ways we can talk about this. Um, But um, I've been lately in my meditative practice, been allowing my thoughts to just be there. One of the things that I hear many folks who do meditation um, podcasts say is like, you know, they're, they're kind of taking us on this journey, which is a bit of imagination. And they say, you're probably going to go off into these other thoughts. Just let them be there and just acknowledge, acknowledge, receive that those thoughts are there. And I wonder if there is a sense of like meditation towards God that maybe does the same thing of um, meditating on very specific views of God, very specific scriptures that are in us that we've encountered. And instead of trying to like push at them or like dissect them or even like do the intellectual pursuit thing, it's more like just sitting with the thoughts, these these thoughts about God. Like, I wonder what it means to sit with the thought of God as parent. And just like, let our minds go there of what it would be like to really see God as parent or to sit with the thought, I think it's um, um, the Ignatius prayer uh, where you step into a parable and and you just, you're there, like you're literally mm-hmm. in that parable and just like getting a sense of the landscape. And yeah. I think that may be, that meditative practice may be also a way of loving God with our minds. Yeah. What do y'all think? So it's uh, it's more like presence is what you're saying yeah and not that there isn't an emotional aspect to it 
But I do think, particularly as I, at least when I'm experiencing meditation, it is, it tends to be much more of a mental exercise for me. Though it pulls out emotions, there's this, there's this mind part of it that I just, I'm starting to appreciate. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm just speaking from my own experience on that. Yeah, I am. That actually makes me think a lot about what the journey I feel like I'm on with like um, scripture. Mm. Because when you deconstruct, I'll speak for myself. When I deconstructed um, and a lot of my views about like scripture um, and kind of how I viewed like the inspiration of scripture and just all Mm -hmm. of these kinds of things changed um, it was really easy and still is really easy for me to just want to throw it all away hmm. and just be like, hmm. just be like, you know, whatever, like I don't need it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and so that's something I'm currently really struggling through is like figuring out how to like not throw things away and like do the work mm. to like sit on the ideas. Right. Like yeah. even though I don't just want to use male pronouns for God now, like still sitting with that sometimes and Mm -hmm. still sitting with the idea of God as my father, Mm -hmm. as well as sitting with the idea of God as my mother, right? Mm -hmm. And God as my non-gendered spiritual, right? Like sitting with all of it, but not just throwing stuff away, um, doing the like intellectual work to like sit with things. And um, I think that's really important because I think when we start just throwing stuff away, when it, you know, when we think it's problematic, we start to lose a lot of meaningful, um, Mm. a lot of meaningful stuff. So that, that really resonated what you said to just like Mm. sit with ideas. Yeah. Um, and just be okay with like feeling, feeling uneasy sometimes Mm -hmm. with ideas Mm -hmm. and still sitting with them. Yeah. Yeah. That two things can be true. Like that I'm both not comfortable with the idea, but I'm also, gonna sit with this uncomfortable idea Uh and see what happens i do that often when i think about the justice of god and Mm -hmm. i think uh, there's parts of the scriptures and parts of what the church has done over the years that in the name of god's justice that i'm like "Ah, i'm just not here for it and there has actually been a really power there have been really powerful moments for me that i've just sat with those ideas sat with those scriptures sat with those images and actually found something I needed in those images that actually like pissed me off. Mm. But I found something I needed in there. And then I get weird. Like, yeah. I don't know how to talk about this. Cause like, I love this, but this is rough. Yeah. And I don't have a good example right now. So I'm going to ping it to Ty. If he's got anything else he wants to say, I guess I would, I would take it back to my first response in this conversation of saying like, how I said I've been on many a drives and have letting ideas just exist. So mm-hmm. I guess and meditation is a new vocabulary word on some things that I've been doing for a while to me. I'm putting those two mm-hmm. together. So I guess in some respect I have been meditating, but not really knowing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so my methods are very beginner amateur like, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I say that's another outlet of it. And I guess the point I will just, conclude on is that and what i was trying to drive from the beginning pun intended there um (laughs) is that the meditation the imagination and the intellect are all equals one does not take priority or superiority over the other Mm. and that's i mean we all know this but 
Jesus, so it's been said through the table. Yeah. Um, and they're all just justified equally um, because they're all a part of helping your mind. That's good. And I think that's actually a really good segue to close uh, this part of the podcast that uh, this is an opportunity for all of us to consider in our relationship with Jesus and our spiritual journey and um, our spiritual evolution to be all that God has created us to be this opportunity to respond to God's love with our minds. And so I just invite those who are listening to give some consideration to sit with that thought, maybe, maybe just to sit with the thought that it is possible to love God with our minds. And what might that look like for you in your, in your life right now in your journey? Sydney Austin Ty, thanks so much for joining me today. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, it's good talk. Yeah.
swarm with thoughts of the future. Suddenly, we do not know what tomorrow brings. Our expectations have been shattered, and we are left feeling confused, afraid, and uncertain. We ask you to use this time to teach us your ways and to fill our minds with good things. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to our Evolve podcast. Hope you enjoyed our journey of the message, scripture, <laughs> worship, worship, all the things. All the things. Um, hey, make sure to take care of yourself during all this uh, craziness and um, solitude. Um, um, and really try to take advantage of all the content and like ways that we're trying to connect with you in this time. Let us know what you need. We're here for you. Yeah, reach out to us. Please. We miss you a we're lot. We're lonely too. Like, yes. you know what I mean? 